He's the owner of the most educated feet in professional wrestling. Some would call him the professor. Some might call him infamous. We call him the host of the show. And I mean, <laughs> folks, where's the lie? It's time for the Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Fish. And we're back. Apparently, apparently I'm starting the show with the outro, but whatever. It looks the same. Oh, okay. I, I, to, I wouldn't know the difference. Want me to hit the I'm intro sure, and, sure and it'll look do. exactly the same? Man, can... Yeah, whatever. Now we're, 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 no, we're, we're let's let it rip. Let's All right, go. yeah, let's, let's All right. go. Let's go. Let's go. Our favorite DJ, D. Scott. What up? The boogie, the original boogeyman. Bobby oh, Fish. God. Yeah, the boogeyman. More, yeah, there's more to that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot about what happened two minutes ago. Anyway, and our guest. That was before our guest was here. Thank and God. I'm supposed to be confidential, guys. I'm supposed to be able to trust you two. How are we going to keep this thing from going off the rails if I can't even trust my two co-hosts? I could so. give you one thing you should probably not do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway. All right. Well, our guest this week is Frank. Take it away. Jesse the Body Ventura. No, it's Cross. <laughs> <laughs> He did have one of the best lines. Uh, <laughs> what did I say? All right. So our guest this week, Kyrian Cross. Mr. Kyrian Cross. One of my favorites. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, Welcome. Sir. Um, I had mentioned to uh, our guest earlier uh, over text message. <laughs> I got to look this up because it was, I in, in my opinion, it was epic. I said, um... <laughs> I said to him that one of uh one of one of my guys, being you, Frank, um, wanted to hear his Jesse. And <laughs> he said, Tell him I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> the most appropriate. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was. And it. and I, you know, Frank, we can't even go into our the way we we, we have started or ended, I don't remember, other shows. But we can't even ask Mr. Cross the question. We don't even have to. We already know the answer. Right. You got my my message from earlier, right? Do I have to show you again? No, I'm good. I'm good. No, we got it. Yeah. We got it. Right? Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. Yes. He's a card carrying member. <laughs> right. Of Hulkamaniac. Everyone. Hulkamaniac or not. And yes. Mr. Cross, I, I don't even have to ask. We know. <laughs> we know. Yes, sir. Well, uh, where are you, sir? I am in Los Angeles today. I'm going wow. to a, a red carpet movie premiere. Look hey, at oh, look at you! Can we can we divulge the uh, movie's title? It's Barbie. Oh, <laughs> nice. I'm good. I'm good, guys. I, have to say it like guys. That? <laughs> I like hey. it better like that. Listen, yeah. listen. it's uh, an iconic film. Um, sure is. It's encompassing a toy that I have. I bought many of those for my little sisters over the years. Wow! Many a uh, joy. Uh, my wife uh, would like me to go see this, and I have no objections. Let's go have a cool experience. So it was yeah. a good cast. See what happens. Yeah, that's nice. Spoken like a true married man, right there. I, I, I yeah. nice job. Nice yeah. job. I'm gonna, well I'm gonna say just a true man. That's a that's a man. You know, secure that's a married man. Yeah, but well, I mean that's yeah. just yeah, that's a husband. That's understanding like what your what your job becomes on this earth. 
That's a championship move. Taking that walk. Yes, it is. Very much. I concur, Frank. I concur. It's not often we agree, but on this, I do. Wow. I said I do. That's like Frank and I are married now. That's weird. Hey, hey, hey. And gross all at the same time. Yes. yes. All right. All right. (laughs) So let's jump right into this thing. Um, So enjoy Barbie tonight. That's, yeah, 100%. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Like, yeah. Uh, have some popcorn, obviously. Are you a butter guy or no? Butter guy. I'm doing, I've been on uh, keto. I've been uh, flipping between keto and carnivore since uh, December. When okay. I when I went back, I was uh, married. This is going to be a reoccurring subject. I was married to Drew <laughs> for a little <laughs> bit. And so I wanted to look as huge as possible. So it looked, yeah. you know, right. I've like always been into functional training, which doesn't um, create the sort of body composition that bodybuilding does, but standing next mm-hmm. to Drew, like, I was like, I need to go back to probably like some powerlifting movements. So I changed my diet. I, I did yeah. uh, the vertical diet. So I was like eating 4,000, 5,000 calories. But like, I, my ethnicity is very mixed. And on one side, we're Italian, Greek, Puerto Rican, and my body just holds on to carbs. So <laughs> over the last eight months, I haven't yeah. had carbs really at all. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I butter. You craving the carbs? No, after about three days, it's gone for me. I'm I'm good to be around it. I can see it. I can see other people eating it. I don't freak Mm -hmm. out. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, I you actually there was uh your Instagram post. I I, it was recent, but it was um you standing over AJ and uh, part of my uh, recognition of you know great image, great quote was the fact that like you're you're shredded right now, my friend. So thank you. Looking the part, um, not an easy thing to do, you know, cause been there myself, um, as far as the hunger, like you have to learn. And I read something interesting recently, um, by someone, um, I think he might be, uh, one of the nutritionists that works with some of the WWE guys. Um, I, I read it like learning to, um, almost welcome the hunger pains. Because that means progress. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a sick way of thinking about it. But it I remember, I remember, you know, when, because uh, I, I had done some work with Tommaso when, when uh, in NXT, and uh, he helped me get pretty lean for uh, the leanest I've ever been. And the hunger was, you know, it was like upsetting. <laughs> but if you just, it's perspective, right? It's perspective. If you see it as a, as a, like, oh man, I want this and I can't have it. Or if you see it as, yeah, but I'm now closer to my goal and I'm getting closer. And you know yourself, the lower the body fat goes, the more like millimeters matter. You know, it gets so much smaller, you know, just to see any sort of difference. Yes. Tommaso right now is, uh, he's like in a bulk and uh, I told him he looked awesome. But I do remember, like, Shred King Tommaso in NXT, like what you're talking mm-hmm. about. And, like, I've never yeah. told this story before, but you'll appreciate this because we know Tommaso and how he is. But, like, yeah. uh, when when Braun Breaker got hired, he's a good kid. And um, he was introducing himself to everybody. And I don't know what he witnessed one morning because I wasn't yeah. there. But he came up to me. He's like, yo, can I talk to you for a minute? I'm like, yeah, of course. What do you need? And he's like, hey. So, like this thing happened with Tommaso this morning and like, Hey, like, is he fucking crazy? <laughs> he, answered, he, just, yes. he just, he just like went from zero to hundred started yelling about all this fucking stuff. And like, 
I just, I just want to know what the deal is. And so like, of course I have to say this, I go, Hey man, listen, he is fucking crazy and you should just stay away from him. <laughs> Honestly, he's a, he's a real, he's a real fucking loose cannon and yeah. we're not sure what to do with him. We just all kind of stay away from Tommaso. <laughs> he's like, holy shit. He's like, holy shit. I was trying so hard to keep a straight face and I want to tell right. Tommaso's he's cutting and this is what happens when he cuts. So then I just right. went and told Tommaso and Tommaso's <laughs> reaction was the best. He just goes like this. He's like, I have to talk to him in his ear because he's like in a trance, you know, the Tommaso trance. Yeah. He's listening, but he's looking somewhere else. So I'm talking to him and I tell him the story, but the enemy just looks at me, he goes like this. <sighs> and just looks away. <laughs> That's more of a reaction than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, like, you yeah. just barely laugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was it. <laughs> that's too much too much too much well (laughs) anyway uh you are in the keto phase at this point but you said you were kind of going back and forth which one agrees with you the most because you said you're carb sensitive so so the keto's kind of i I feel like i can hold more muscle density with the uh saturated fats Uh, if i do carnivore for too long i just flatten out yeah, it looks like I'm even working out or, or lifting weights. <laughs> and that's not the look you're going for. No, nope. not really. Not really. Uh, I found that the um, that old school bodybuilder protocol, that was kind of where Tommaso was helping me. And he that's kind of where he had me. It was like 300 grams of carbs, um, only like 50 to 60 grams of fat. That was so difficult to keep down. Um, I was eating tons of fruit, tons and tons of fruit, which I like. So yeah, I mean, I don't know, but I just, that, that was my experience. And then since then, um, I've been vegan and fat. Yeah. Listen, (laughs) I I can't wait till the day I'm retired so I can just eat everything I want and blow up and become like a huge, (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait to be a dad one day. Everybody's going to have goals. Yeah, like just looking at all these people kill themselves in the gym, be like, ha, 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 I used to be yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's get on track here. Frank, uh, believe it or not, he formats these shows. So My he earns his paycheck. <laughs> Barely. It's, um, yeah, it's uh, not much of a paycheck, but he's got oh, to earn it. I meant so. the format, not, not the paycheck. Oh, <laughs> well, either. I don't know. If well, both... I mean, it's still not much of a paycheck. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, they're both limited. Yeah, they're both very limited. Um, Frank wants to know. No, um... Frank doesn't want to know. Frank is just conversating. <laughs> no, I'm throwing you under the bus, Frank. I'm throwing you under the bus. I'm not fanboy over here. Stop, stop trying to get out from underneath the bus and just accept your fate. <laughs> yeah, the fanboy phase doesn't come for Frank until we can get LA Knight on the show, and then Frank. Yes, is gonna... this is true. This, well, we we haven't been over that yet, uh, but uh, <laughs> Frank has a crush on LA Knight. Um, yeah, LA. Yeah. Knight. Woo! Nailed right, it, Frank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now we're done shitting on Frank. Um, and it, this is actually something that I would want to know. Um, and, and I kind of have an idea of where I, uh, what your answer is going to be, I think, but who knows, uh, wrestling style, your particular 
in-ring like so there's the presentation you and your wife uh and they they don't necessarily um i think it, we had uh alistair tommy ann malachi black whatever you want to call him on the show last week and one of the things i think that that makes him captivating is that the the uh muay thai combined with uh the you know darker kind of occult sort of things they don't necessarily go together you know they don't they aren't opposing each other but they aren't necessarily together um i think you have a similar uh sort of a, a similar thing could be said about the presentation with you and your wife um it almost is like and i know with nxt it was almost like vampire-esque um but then you have this um you know, rear naked joke style, um, <laughs> suplex on your head, sort of, uh, wrestling. So wh where is that coming from? <clears throat> so from a performance standpoint in ring, what I always really liked a lot, um, growing up in like a family of amateur wrestlers and boxing was pro wrestling that, that kind of married the theatrics with stuff that really looks like legitimate combat sports. I was always involved with practices and stuff like that. And when I got to see all of my superheroes in WWF, WWE on TV doing stuff like that, and then later on in my life, ECW and All Japan, et cetera, King's Road, I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Like, I just, because I knew some of the stuff wouldn't work. And then, you know, you see the things that do work, and that always looked more devastating to me. So when I began training as a wrestler, I wanted to utilize some of that stuff because it spoke to me, and I knew it would speak to other uh, athletes and people with a legitimate background. Um, that was just the way I wanted to perform. Um, on the independence, uh, I really kind of did this character um, in, in its most consistent rendition, sort of as like a hitman slash serial killer. I was kind of somebody's heater, whether it was for the promoter, the evil promoter, or like it was coming in and targeting people. Because, you know, the reality of it is independent wrestling is independent wrestling. It has a very, very short budget. It doesn't have any sort of commercialized uh, backing behind it. So um, I didn't rely on any sort of presentation whatsoever. All I needed was a little bit of live mic time. I was going to produce my own promos to sell tickets. And when I got in the ring, I knew the audience, and the demographic I was attempting to perform for. They liked the same type of wrestling that I did. Um, mm. I loved Taz and Kawada. To answer your question directly, I drew a lot of my inspirations from that type of stuff. Um, loved Gary Albright and Dr. Death. Um, but then on the other side of it, I loved guys like Rick Rude, who like couldn't be farther any different from, from any of that type of stuff. Sure. Gangrel's entrance, I absolutely loved. And, and uh, Dave Gangrel, he was trained by, uh, I believe, Joe Malenko. He has a little bit of a Japanese style in his work, too, but it obviously not so much that it removes you out of him being a sort of a vampire. Right. So when I went to WWE, <clears throat> I knew with it being a story based, you know, company um, that coming in as a shoot fighter wrestler type thing was not going to cut it. So I really began to lean in and embrace their process of creating um, a larger than life type character presentation. And I had uh, several conversations with Hunter about it to just explore what we could do with that. And I wanted most importantly, his feedback on my ideas because they're the billionaires on the guy wrestling on the indies. And I just, you know, I said, hey, here are my concepts. If we put this on a world stage, what do you think about it? And um, I just kind of kept my my ring style um, yeah. 
hoping to be able to appease both types of fans, fans that are looking for that and then fans that are looking for the classic larger than life uh, type of character. And that was the whole reason behind it, honestly. Sure. Well, I, I to me it uh, it works. I I think you know Hunter and whomever the powers that be there would would probably prefer like they want you to to come with ideas. They they you know they don't want you just sitting in like okay tell me what to do. Like they they want your ideas and they will they will govern them and they will kind of mold them and and that's I mean that's your <laughs> I don't want to speak for them but you probably came to them in the most perfect approach of like, this is, this is what I got. And I will say the, the vignettes and stuff that I saw you doing on your own. Um, and then even, you know, when you kind of left and then came back before you came at like those, man, there was the one with you and Loki. I don't know how that thing was shot or how you guys did it, but Holy shit. Talk about a story with very few words. Like I knew exactly if I went to that show, I knew exactly what I was buying a ticket for. And I, there was barely a word spoken in that uh, vignette. Thank you. I, and that's what we're going for. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's so important. Obviously, you have to protect the professional in you. But if you let the fan in you die, I think you lose that connection and relationship you should have with the audience. That, like, one day you were a kid in that audience. 100%. Thought yourself, you know, like what is an alternative concept that I could do in the Indies that I wouldn't be able to get away with on TV. And I just go in that direction. If I'm not going to be working for a company that has certain types of parameters, sponsorships, endorsements, et cetera, where they have to. Sure. Yeah. I mean that, and that that's taking advantage of your situation as opposed to your situation, taking advantage of you. You know, I mean, that is just such a brilliant way of, of looking and, and I'm so glad that we're having this conversation because now that like we're getting to, you know, I've seen the surface, but now that I'm getting to dissect it a little bit, like I, and I see uh, and hear your rationale, like it, it, it is, man. I don't, I don't want to, um, you know, blow it up too much, but it's brilliant. You know, Thank that really is like, okay, shit, I'm on, I'm, I'm on the Indies and it's carmplage here. Like, uh, yeah, I can, I can do this. I couldn't do this there. Like, like I said, truly it's, it's taking advantage of the situation as opposed to the, the situation taking advantage of you. Um, so cross, where can people see, um, I, I would try to direct people and maybe we can do this Dennis, uh, post, uh, but to that actual vignette with you and Loki, it was a house of glory, I believe. Yes. Yeah. I would, I would imagine it's going to be up on their YouTube channel. I was so okay. It, it, the, the part that stinks about all that, not to, not to kill up any of our time, but like I didn't get a chance to even do that match. And I yeah. fought to do it, but for liability yeah. purposes, they had called yeah, me. I remember. Oh, and I just apologized. And they, But everyone yeah. in this House of Glory, they're all very cool. But that trailer yeah. should, be on, should be on that uh, on their website. Or I mean, it was like movie quality, dude. I don't know how you guys did it. I don't know how you pulled it off, but it was... It was truly like movie quality. Um, I I loved it. I actually, uh, speaking of which, uh, just wrestled Loki um, maybe a month ago. Where? Where did you guys work? Um, River City Wrestling in Jacksonville. Nice. And uh, he was actually, had, had was very wrapped up in the show, had a, had a ton of stuff to do with that weekend. Um, I, I don't know how much, um, 
but it was, man, it was a blast. It was uh, so much fun. Um, was received well. We got, we really got to go out and just be pros. Um, and it, it was a, a ton of fun. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, has, uh, I think today's the day he has this thing. Uh, it's a combat sports, uh, thing that he's doing in Orlando called the, uh, the Grand Prix. So it's not, um, it's not working at all. It's, uh, oh. it's competitive. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, he, very interesting. He had described it to me. I heard him on an interview too. uh, describing it and it, it just sounds uh just sounds cool so i wish them all the luck it's awesome yeah yeah now you guys were training the same place for a while no yeah uh yeah. sumi's husband david who worked with ring yes. for a long time he opened up a school under uh daniel gracie and mm-hmm. so right before i got released from wwe i began training there because i was like uh i would like to do kickboxing but i know how i'm gonna be i'm gonna start going hard and maybe I'll get a concussion, and now I'm an idiot. <laughs> I can't yeah. probably go to work. Yeah. So I was like, let me put the gi on, because uh, I wasn't a gi guy ever, and I started rolling in gi, um, and then I just loved it. It actually improved oh, my cool. name, which was really uh, surprising. And then I actually took a lot out of uh, working in the gi. I don't know, like unexpectedly, philosophically, it gave me more patience. I had better timing and better balance mentally and spiritually in my life, which – I mean, to, if I'm being frank with you, I just want to learn more ways to choke people. That's why I went. <laughs> I really did. I thought maybe I could some really cool flying arm bars for, for yeah. pro wrestling. But, like, I had an, an actual real, like, I started having visions <laughs> about my own life. Yeah. And I'm hooked now. Now I, yeah. I love it. So good for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're uh, all in with the geek. Yeah, I love it. Okay. And so you doing any no gi or sometimes I do. I just have to time it because like uh Riddle runs a, a no gi class on Wednesdays. And because I'm over two fifty, everyone goes hundred percent with me because I <laughs> so I just need to make sure I'm not sore for Friday because I need to yeah. be loose, you know what I mean? To hit yeah. the camera, be able to move for people, especially as a heel. When that comeback's coming, you better get your ass up. So <laughs> it's like yeah. I, I want to make sure I'm, yeah. I'm loose and I can move Fridays, but um, I still like uh, no gi, but I don't know. It's just something about the gi. Like, I can't believe my whole life no one told me that you're legally allowed to strangle a guy with, like, his own jacket. Like, if someone told me <laughs> that I was little, I would have been like, oh, all right. Like, right. there's so many different cool things you can do. I don't know. Right. Right. It does somehow make it a little bit more insulting. Yeah. <laughs> like, I did it with your own lapel. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. So is it uh, AJ right now on yeah. Fridays? Oh, so yeah, you better be, you better be getting up on that comeback, my friend. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Right. And as, as it is, uh, I'm sure everyone can say it's been awesome. I learn new things again, unexpectedly working with them every time I go to the back and I feel like my, my wrestling just expands every time I work with them a little bit more each time. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, he's one of those few, um, like, there's the upper echelon, and then there's, like, the, even a layer above the upper echelon, um, and, and AJ, every place that he's ever been, he's, he's you know, he's risen to the top, and, you know, I don't, don't want to be cliche about it, but the cream always rises, blah, 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 and it's, like, just every place that the man has been, 
Um, he's just always done it. Yes. It, it really hasn't mattered the circumstance. He's just always done it. So that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Totally. Uh, so I am going to uh, mention that it's 30 minutes-ish. Um, about 25 minutes in. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. so then we're still all right? Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. I just don't want to run over on you. Um, hey, so speaking about uh, vignettes, how about the one that you did with Kevin Sullivan? Um, so I discovered Kevin Sullivan in my teenage years when I got the internet and I can go and watch old wrestling. I didn't have good tape traders around me when I was a kid. Um, okay. I, I had the idea that that existed. Um, you know, we could get them from Blockbuster, your local VHS place. But like, I really only had access to WWF when I was little. Um, so when I was a teenager and I went and I started watching WCW stuff to gain like a frame of reference and context with these characters, I found Kevin Sullivan. And yeah. I was just like, he reminds me of like a Charles Manson, like he reminded me of all the crazy mm. stories in the newspapers that came out and were on the news. And I was a kid about the whole satanic panic and like yeah. all that stuff. And I was like, this is genius. And I always wondered yeah. for two decades. I was like, I wonder if he's really like that. Eventually I met him at conventions and I began to talk to him and I said, Hey, listen, um, not in like a strange, morbid fucked up way, but like I've always, <laughs> I've always like really liked your stuff. And I've always had an interest in like watching case studies on serial killers and stuff like that. And I was just curious, were you the same way? And he had basically just expressed to me where his influences came from, why he thought it should go in that direction. And he too, like a lot of us was like, Hey, I'm undersized. I can work, but I need to bring something really unique to the show in order to be in it. That's the way this works. Give the crowd something that they can't see anywhere else. And that yeah. was how he explained it to me. So I called Kevin uh, last year because I've wanted to do it for years. I've got a book like this thick of stuff no one's ever seen. This was in there. And I just ran it by him. <laughs> Is this stupid? And he's like, I'm so flattered you called me. Let's do it. And we got together. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I, I drove out to him and I ran it by him like, make this yours. I don't want to tell you what to say. Here's just the general framework. You know your character. And the idea was like Kevin Sullivan being who he has been in his career, the irony of him becoming a priest and completely getting away from the opposite end of where he's at. And he has this estranged son who he has yeah. a terrible relationship with. And now Scarlet is actually more like Kevin Sullivan than Kevin Sullivan is Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, his, his character was bad to women. And now a woman comes in and removes his son from him. And we just talked about it forever. And I just thought, you know what? I don't give a shit if the whole world doesn't see this and it doesn't blow up to be famous. This will be fun to create. And that's where yeah. I'm at. Yeah. Well, that I mean, that's uh, that speaks to just that creative outlet that I think most of us in this business, that's the itch we're trying to scratch, you know? And then that's when the frustration comes in at times, you know, whatever company. But if like your creativity is kind of being stifled, um, it's a frustrating place to be. So to have, you know, the, the chains off or whatever you want to, you know, call it um, and be able to uh, flex those uh, creative muscles is, uh, is always rewarding. Hell yeah. Where can we catch, uh, where can we find that one? Frank, you've, you've, uh, Sullivan, my son. 
YouTube on there too? Sullivan! <laughs> it's it's been on my channel. I've been doing okay. these uh, videos for almost a decade now, hoping okay. that we have a library. Now I do. It's all free. It's on oh, the killer. Awesome. Say it again. The Killer Cross channel on YouTube. Killer Cross. Okay. Yep. We will go there. We will go directly there. We will not pass go. We will not collect. Is it a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars? Two. Two. Two hundred dollars. Why yeah. two and not a hundred? Taxes, it's only sixty. So whatever. Yeah. Sixty with the exchange. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Syndicate Muay Thai Club. Where's that? You've been there. That was in Vegas. You and Kyle used to go there when you were in town. Oh yes, I do remember that. Yes. That was. Uh, did Tom take us there? Yes. I think it was Tom. Yeah, Tom used to teach there. Tom. Murderer. Look at that. What are the odds? We, we both have a... Oh, I, <laughs> the mirror thing happening. Um, a little bang Muay Thai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my... Um, so, um, <clears throat> he, so you're familiar somewhat with bang Muay Thai, right? Yes. Okay. So the number system. Super... Like, I mean, I, I can't... Uh, Duane's system is incredible. In my opinion, the, the best striking system. Anyway, <clears throat> so much of that, when I started training and, and learning that, I uh, kind of used in my pro wrestling. And um, <clears throat> recently, um, I, I uh, sat down and was like, okay, what, what combinations can, can I, based on that format, can I come up with, with my own number system? And... Um, Surprisingly enough, I came up with one through 17. I, I you know, I, I thought, you know, because his first go to like, I think, nine. Yep. And then from there, the, the combinations are, are endless. But you have to have that base, you know, to start with. And uh, when I when it just kept going and like and they're all very pro wrestling uh, oriented. I'm still it's a, it's a passion project on my part and I'm still working on it. But um yeah, it's uh, it, it was a, a great basis for uh, for some pro wrestling uh, striking, which I think you know you watch a little bit of pro wrestling. The striking could you know there's a lot of striking that could be a little bit better. Needs some work. Needs some work. <laughs> Needs a little bit of work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Maybe that'll be my uh, contribution to the uh, the industry at some point. We'll see. <laughs> I would love to see it. Yeah, Yeah. I would love to show it to you. I'd love to use it on you. I'd be like, yeah, I did that to him. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll choke me with my own sweatshirt. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Frank, settle down. Settle down up there. Frank, hold on a minute, Frank. Hold on one second. (laughs) Let me see your Jesse the Body Ventura impression. Oh, I don't think I can do one. I ain't got time to breathe. I ain't got time to. I see. I can't do it. <laughs> All right, no, no, it's no, awful. No, no. How about you give him your best impression, Frank? You have. I could do the Iron Sheik, Baba. Iron Sheik. <laughs> oh God, damn it, dude! How about a little Macho Man? Oh yeah, brother! Freak out! Freak out! Uh, All right. All right. What about Bret Hart? Bret Hart. The best there is. The best there was. The best there ever will be. What if P five O from Dirty Nasty Stinky Giant by Hogan? <laughs> that was so. 
What the fuck? They all sound kind they're of all the same. They're, they're the all the same. <laughs> it's like um, you're doing an impression of Frank. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing an impression of Frank Ferraro. <laughs> Most people can't. Oh, this is true. This is true. Frank, okay, it, Frank, but answer me this question. Who would win in an inferno match? Bob Backlund or Little Bo Peep? Little Bo Peep, brother. Oh, yeah. Little Bo Peep. Yeah. Yeah, you got a macho, too? Like, what was this? Like, he was playing, like, a floating side <laughs> flute, you know, a little... <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah. Freak out, freak out. Oh, yeah. Maybe he was crocheting. Maybe we got Bobby Fish and Jimmy Frost live today. Maybe a little bit more like this. You'd be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, something like that. I'm going to sew a sweater and wrap it around. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> On that note. All right. We're going to get you off uh, out out to Barbie on time or what? <laughs> Should be all right. <laughs> Should be all right. If I'm running late, put on a parachute, dive out. Okay. Well, then, you. Frank, jump right in here and uh, take us in a direction. Yeah, please. Sorry to put you on the spot there, Frank. That's all right. I'm here. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. How'd you break in? Did you break in with um, Glenn, Disco Inferno? Yeah, Disco Inferno and uh, Iron Mike Modest were the head coaches at Future Stars of Wrestling. Mike and then, Modest. And, uh, Remy, Remy Marcel and Jack Manley were from the uh, original LA New Japan Dojo. They had trained under Carl, Shin, and Rocky Romero. And so I had three different wow. worlds. Kind of learn from wow what what a eclectic bunch man yeah. so that i mean that takes me all the way so mike modest it takes me back to before i'd even gotten into wrestling he was i i was looking at, at starting my training at upw in um el segundo uh, I had friends that were living in san diego and so i moved out to san diego but then that drive was just going to be too much Anyway, um, long story short, when I did finally break in and went over to Noah, uh, my first tour was with Bison Smith and then I uh, went on, I don't know, 20 other tours with Bison. Got to know him very well, um, counted him as a, as a dear friend. And Mike Modest was one of the guys uh, that, that broke um, Bison in. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, because it was Mike Modest, uh, Donovan Morgan. They they were working pro wrestling Noah as well. Um, prior to me getting there, they had they they brought Bison in, and then they um, had parted ways. Uh, I think maybe the year before I came in, so it was we just missed each other. But yeah, Mike Modest. Wow, he's got one of these too. Yes, he does. <laughs> and I mean, we all have a head, right? But he's got yeah. a bald head. <laughs> And I said this earlier, but I, we've kind of s switched places. Like when you came into NXT, um, you had this. Yes. And then I didn't know that you had the ability to grow hair. No one did. I, I was like so married to this character presentation. I was like, you know, I was very big into Bronson at the time uh, with Tom Hardy. And I was drawing a lot of energy out of that as well. I also, when I was in my 20s, I totally was a, a complete psychopath and I don't even relate with how I was, what I was even thinking at that time. But um, yeah, uh, 
once uh, I got released, um, I actually got offered to do a film, which unfortunately, because of just coming out of the uh, economies under COVID and stuff like that, it kept getting put off and off and off. Um, they had, I had had a lead role in something that was looked like a sure thing. And they asked me for the character. They said, would you be able to grow your hair out for this? I was like, you're paying me to grow my hair? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I wound up keeping my hair because they kept the goalpost of when we we're going to do the film kept getting pushed back. And I was like, just, right. just let it grow. Um, and I got a green light to do the movie if it winds up actually happening from uh, okay company. So I hope it does. Yeah, but yeah. It's a good lead role. It's a really good lead role. It's kind of like something between Sin City and like um, Barbie. I wish. Sin <laughs> <laughs> yeah. City and Barbie. That was that was clutch. Scott, that was clutch. Well done. You're earning that paycheck. Frank, you could learn something. I just do impressions. Bad Scott. impressions. Come on. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, million dollar question. Not the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, but the million dollar question. <laughs> <your> wife... <laughs> Another impression. He's full of full. Uh, <laughs> Scarlet, hair or no hair? She likes the hair. It took her a minute to get used does. to it. Of she, it, took, she it took her a minute to get used to it. And for the last little bit, she was like, when I touch your head, it doesn't feel like your head anymore. I don't know about this. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know. yeah. but yeah. Um, now she's all about it. Yeah, it does. It looks good, man. It, it looks good. And like meeting you as the bald headed guy, I didn't know. Like at first it was like, I don't know. It's not him, but it, uh, it works, man. It works hundred percent. It just takes a second to get used to. Yes. Which I'm sure, like, this is what I've been telling myself with my wife. It's like, yeah, it'll take a second to get used to. But every every day I walk in the room, she still looks at me like, who are you? Oh, yeah. We went through yeah. that. Yeah. Man, when I shaved the goatee for the first time and I walked in the kitchen that morning, because she's yeah. only you look one way at the yeah. time. She did like a double take. She was like, oh, oh. <laughs> she was like, what the yeah. hell? Young, who are you? Not anymore. <laughs> Yeah, females can't deal with that. Females can't deal with that. My, uh, we got a ten-year-old girl, and she, when I shaved my face, she didn't speak to me for a week. She's never known me without either, at the very least, like a goatee. But I took it all off when I wasn't, you know, when I was no longer under contract with anybody. I was like, ah, I just gotta, you know, remind myself what's there. Yeah. And uh, I did, and she didn't speak to me for a week. She wouldn't look at me. <laughs> so, I guess I can't do that again. But, uh, you know, it happens. It happens. Um, Frank, where are we? So Let's end it with this. Let's end it with this question. What makes wrestling special? The audience. That's not awesome. a company man question. I'll tell you that right now. Like, Wrestling without the audience, <laughs> when we did that, <laughs> we did that. You know, uh, it's it's uh, it's it's not what it's supposed to be. Um, when that audience, when they come alive for your stuff, and you're creating with the person in the ring, the energy transfer between the people live and us in the ring, there's literally nothing like it. Like there's nothing else like it, which is why yeah. I think we all we're so hooked, even from a young age watching it and then going and doing it. No one ever really wants to stop doing it once yeah. you know them and you have that connection, that relationship. 
um, it's the audience, man. It's it's some sort of exchange of something very powerful between the people in the ring and the people in the crowd. Yeah, it's energy for sure. Um, and uh, it, it doesn't shock me to hear that as your answer because you are a guy who is very in touch with that side of just life. You know, and I, I think that many times we do, we, we walk around with, you know, the blinders on and, and we get stuck into in this and what's in front of us, what I can touch, what I can taste. Like there's so much more to being a human being, um, you know, not to get too philosophical on this, but it's, you know, it, it is, it's, it's an energy exchange. And uh, I think that that's, you know, for for you to recognize that, and most people are going to look at at Kieran Cross and think like, "Oh yeah, he's a big ass kicker and he's a meathead," and you know, yeah, Kieran Cross. But you're very much in tune with uh, just the fact that you know it's vibrational. We're we're energy. We are we are walking around just energy, just uh, and you can feel it when when. It, some people enter a room and they suck the energy out of a room, you know, or, or they come into the room and, and the room just kind of ignites with some people because their energy is so positive and, and overflowing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think the, uh, the energy exchange answer is uh one that i i haven't necessarily heard but it makes total sense and, and it makes total sense as to why like it becomes so intoxicating you know it was said to me years and years ago like oh you got bit by the bug that's the wrestling bug yep and uh we all know you know that uh but it, it you know it was the same same sort of that's what i think you're 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 speaking of without even without even calling it that necessarily. Cause I somehow in a, uh, my first match being a battle Royal with, you know, in like a, a, a community center Knights of Columbus or God knows where it was full of guys that, you know, I, I don't know, they should have been selling hot dogs or popcorn or whatever. Like the bug still got me. Like I remember before I went out, I, I was whatever number in that line of 30. And I was like, uh, I, this was a, you know, I gave it a shot, but I don't think this is for me. Like these, I'm not like these people, you know, the, I didn't feel like I was in, in a peer group and I went out and I don't know, maybe 25 people in the audience, but the bug still got me. And I, I did not anticipate that. And, you know, here we are 24 years later or whatever it is. And, you know, I'm on a, on a, a StreamYard link with Kieran Cross <laughs> talking about Rocky Romero and Mike Modest and, Frank. and Barbie. It sounds like and the Barbie. Iron Sheik. And, Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> and keeping you from your Barbie movie. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's keep them no more. I don't want them to get in trouble. I don't yeah. want any heat. I just said the business. Bubba? Yes. Oh, yes, Jesus. you go enjoy Barbie. Uh, yes. Tell your wife that the uh, the Demi boys say hello. I will. Um, and uh, thank you for coming on, man. And enjoy whatever is left of the uh, the program with AJ because uh, it just sounds awesome. 
I gotta, I gotta check some of those, uh, some of those out. I, after seeing the Instagram post, now I gotta, was that SmackDown last week or was yeah, that a, it was a, Friday, a, right? Friday. Yes. Okay. Okay. I gotta catch up. I gotta catch up. Yeah. He fucking leveled them. It was not mustard, Frank. <laughs> ketchup. 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 Ketchup, Bubba. Ketchup, Bubba. Oh, Christ. You should go see Barbie now and run <laughs> as fast as you possibly can away from the show. Oh, yeah. See? Uh, freak th- out, thank freak you. out. <laughs> thank you for coming on, man. Uh, I got to be honest, dude. You're, you're one of the guys I miss the most. Um, always a pleasure to uh, to be around. And you're one of those, like, uh, good energy guys. You come into the room and, and the energy picks up. Dude, come that means a lot to me, and I appreciate it. And we oh, we, still, we, we have a, an outstanding rain check for that coffee that we need to eventually get. <laughs> we do, it, we yeah. do. <laughs> well, you let me know because uh, I'm always good for you know a cup or ten. <laughs> Mr. Cross, thank you, sir. You thank are you. a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Enjoy Barbie. <laughs> I will. Oh, you will. Well then, Frank, Baba Ganoush, yes, uh, Dennis. Why, are, yeah, Frank? Why are you yelling into the microphone, yeah, Frank? Frank? I don't know. I'm. What's the matter with you? It's all you're all hyped up now on I am. fucking I am. on Iron Sheik and Macho Man impressions, yeah. Come on. which ironically Come on. sound very similar. Settle down, Frank. He put me, he put me on the spot. He put me on the spot. I you thought it was great. Down, I, yeah, it was. Gotta down. settle down, Frank. It's okay. I mean, you had, okay. You had. You're, you're in the tree. This is a had, trust tree. You can. You're in a safe place. So, so you had Kerry Cross, Jesse Ventura, Iron Sheik, Macho Man, Kevin Sullivan, and the the guy Kevin Sullivan yells at yells for mm-hmm. all the same show. It was. Yeah, we had actually a, no. <laughs> we did have Gary and Cross on yeah, though. That was it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, because <laughs> this is on video. He gave us a, a very small touch of the uh, of the Jesse impression. A little though, bit of Jesse. His Jesse is spot on. Man. Yeah, oh. that's so good. Yeah, I've heard it before. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to, you know, <laughs> one up like that. Like, well, I've heard it before. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, I mean, I've known how spot on it, it is. Uh, so I was anticipating. I was looking forward to see your guys' reaction. I've heard it before. Yeah, I've seen the videos and stuff. I've, are but... you saying that because I said that? No, yeah, he doesn't. He's doing weird. Yeah, now you're one up in me. With Chris Van Pelt, he's doing an interview with them, and they're they're working out, and he's doing the impression. You're a liar, asswipe. You're, you're a liar. <laughs> What's with the name calling? So, yeah, right. How old are we, Frank? Jesus. Could well, someone say you're fine, some... Rocco, and and Rocco could sub for you because I think you're he's got a better a higher maturity level. I'm 45. You're pushing 95. According I'm to the a, Twitter, I'm over a hundred. Yeah, according I'm over a hundred. According to hundred ten yeah. years ago. According to the internet, Bobby's at least hundred and sixty. Yes. I don't. <laughs> yes. And Which... now that I'm bald, who knows? But you look great for hundred and sixty. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. TRT goes a long way. That's true. <laughs> 
Uh, and if yeah, if you do get a chance, watch his match with AJ from Friday SmackDown. It was yeah, really good. Yeah, it was a, it was a good match. And and that so when you sent us that post from uh, from Instagram, he fucking leveled AJ. Did he? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah he fucking hammered him. Well, like, they're both guys that don't you know. There's there's not a lot of daylight in nope. what either of them do. Like AJ is very athletic and very. Um, very fluid and and coordinated um so i don't think people uh think he's as Im- impactful as he is but aj mm. brings it every time um and cross is obviously he's a shit kicker so yeah yeah he's gonna kick some shit <laughs> who'd, have, who'd have thunk it disco inferno trained him yeah it's kind of the crazy man right? coined the phrase shake 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 your booty yeah it's kind of shit <laughs> That is, that's a good way of putting it, Frank. That's a good way. That's uh, that's good. What's going on? None. Are you sure you don't want to show? You don't want to, you don't want to put your cats up? No, listen, we're we're leaving up that. there, nope. and you know, have them wink. Nope, that happened. <laughs> That just was moose. that was a one-time just, thing on the show, and that was just right. for moose. Just that moose. Just moose. <laughs> just moose. Only moose. Mr. Fish has some stuff on the horizon, does he not? Coming pretty soon. Um, I'm going to Chicago in uh, July 22nd. July 22nd. Yes, it's a Saturday, July 22nd. Um, I'm gonna beat up a big guy. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, a big. big you know what they say? The bigger they are, the better they look on a resume. Exactly. There you I, go. I saw that somewhere today. Was that on <laughs> someone posted it? Oh, someone put it on Twitter, I think, or something. Or Instagram? Yeah, I put it on Frank's. <laughs> you put it on Frank's Twitter? I put it on Frank's Twitter, which is my Twitter. <laughs> I saw yeah. it on there and was like, ah, well, uh, I could go back and change it, or I could just uh retweet it and <laughs> Say something else. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You know, I mean, it could be anybody on that Twitter handle. It could be anyone. It could be Rocco. Rocco does my Twitter. Oh, yeah. So did... people need to understand when you insult me on Twitter, you're insulting a, how old is he? Four. It's in the horse. Four-year-old. A four-year-old. <sighs> That's just mean. Do better, folks. Yeah. Do better. Yeah. Do better in Dubai. No. no. But anyway, who's this guy you're beating up on the 22nd? Frank? It Vargas? Is. Yes. Vargas? Franco. Vargas. Franco Vargas. Nice. Franco Vargas. He looks like uh, I, I'm giving him three bills. He's yeah, he seemed boy. to, be, seemed to, look to, to be quite tall. the big guy. Yeah. 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 He looks tall. So, so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of a hey, lot of L.A. night chatter of of late, Frank. Yeah, what are your 100%. thoughts? What are your thoughts? Let's, we I mean, were we're we're, we, we're we're early on time. You yeah, can, we got time. You know, we got somebody ten, made we got somebody off to the Barbie movie. So somebody <laughs> made a comparison that he's uh, too much like The Rock. I've heard that. Yep. I've definitely heard that. I've heard what that your, criticism. 
Is it all wrestling like a mimic of something else that we've seen before? Uh, not all of it, but a good portion of it. Somebody takes a piece of somebody else and makes it their own. And... It's been said that this is a recycled business. Now, in some ways, 100%. Um, and then in other ways, there's just downright thievery. Um, that's the kind of stuff that like, I don't know, and everybody's different, but that's the kind of stuff that like, I'm just not totally down with. Do I think LA Knight is there? No. I think that there's obvious influence there. I see the influences as a fan myself of the rock. I also see some stone cold there. Yeah, definitely. And, and I don't know how you, you, you can't. And I'm sure there's a few other sprinkles in there as well. And I could say the same for, you know, my presentation. Uh, th there's just people that inspired us. And it's, I don't think that's a ripoff. Uh, there's other ripoffs that are far more egregious in this industry than that. So um, for me, I, he hasn't done anything yet that I see that I'm like, oh, come on. Um, are the similarities there? For sure. But I mean, isn't it um, imitation the sincerest fo uh, form of flattery? That's the same. Of flagellance? The sincerest not, form of flagellance? That's not I mean, the same. It, no, it's that's not, not like you. It's not like he's stealing somebody's established move and calling it something else and using it on people. I mean, he's, I guess there's a difference between being influenced and yes. this downright copying um, something. Yeah. 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 There's a difference between being inspired from somebody and then, you know, uh, stealing a guy's wife. Wow. You know, you should die, yeah. shouldn't covet thy neighbor. You covet thy neighbor's what is it? Hey, come on. I'm a Christian. Are we wait, 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 <laughs> wait, we're, yeah, clearly clearly you've studied the Ten Commandments well. well, I, well not real well. It's that I have read the Bible though. Thou shalt shall not covet, covet thy, thy neighbor's, neighbor's wife. wife. Or his lawnmower. But yes. Because no. lawnmowers are Sacred. Sacred. <laughs> Not in India, though. That's oh, the cow. Cows yeah. are sacred yeah. in India. Not in my house. Not in my house. We're vegan. Right. We're Frank vegan. has a thought. I could tell. I could smell it. Oh. <laughs> Let's hear it, Frank. You're sweating. Oh, God. I got the did, did you lose it? Would you fart? Was it gas? <laughs> it was gas. It was indigestion. It looked like you had an idea. Oh. Well, I, so uh, if if the uh, forum is open, D Scott, or do you have some? Do I have it? Wait, what? I don't. Uh, I said. I mean, the forum you... right now. The forum being the three of us. Yeah. Is it open, or did D Scott have something? I didn't. No, know I don't. If you were jumping in with some. No, I don't think I do. I didn't have a thought. Okay. I don't. Think. Um. Well, uh, I the um, I'm kind of excited about the uh, the. The, the striking uh, format that um, I've kind of come up with on my own. And, nice. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. I, what I'm going to do with it, I have no idea. <laughs> but um, it came together so much better than I had anticipated and so much easier than I had anticipated. Um, 
that I guess I, I think I've been a bullshitter for so long. Get out of that, here. Yeah, I think I've been a bullshitter for so long that like it's hard for me to believe that any of the bullshit is real. So when it does turn out to be, you know, real, I'm like, holy shit, I haven't wasted the last 23, 24 years of my life. I had something did develop out of this. I'm not sure what to do with it, but yeah, I mean, I, I got something. There you have it. Was it something that you were like trying to develop or did you just kind of stumble upon it and went, holy shit? I think for years I've been thinking about it. So, you know, I've been wrestling as long as I have. Um, what is it? A century and a half. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Since, <laughs> well, I mean, we know you put Lincoln over, so there's that. Right, right. So, um, I think it was right after the death of Julius Caesar when I started oh. my career. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so maybe I want to say six or seven years ago, I started to pick up or or maybe a little bit less, but Bang Muay Thai, which is this sweatshirt here. Whoops. Other side, there it is. The right side. <laughs> yeah, not the blank. <laughs> yeah, that's... Right. Um, Bang Muay Thai, it's Dwayne Bang, Bang Ludwig. Uh, he trained under Boss Rutten, who Ooh. is legendary in martial arts, right? Bad dude. Um, Bad who dude. I was a huge Boss Rutten fan. And then Dwayne, who had a great career himself in kickboxing, um, but then went on, fought in the UFC I, for a while there. He had the fastest knockout ever. I think it was oh. like eight seconds. Yeah. So, and then he became even more well-known. He developed the system. He started to train. Uh, so TJ Dillashaw first was one of the alpha, uh, alpha male guys out in, uh, Fresno. And then, uh, Dwayne, was developing the system, started to coach there a little bit, but Dwayne is not from California. So he's traveling back and forth. Um, he and TJ developed this sort of trainer fighter relationship. Uh, long story short, TJ leaves alpha male and, and goes full time with uh, Dwayne. So it's another way that a lot of people might know him. Um, the system is numbered the combinations. And so like, as I'm picking this up and, and uh, you know, and I knew some of it, but it was just uh, grouped in, in a way that made it very like digestible easily. And so I started putting a lot of those combinations into my pro wrestling, because at that point in time, I had enough of a, a pro wrestling foundation that I could introduce what you know flavor of me i wanted in there and that was martial arts inspired and that's where i'd say 90 percent of it came from was uh bang muay thai and uh so i was thinking uh, you know it's actually something that way back in the nxt days I spoke with uh certain coaches about like developing a striking system because I was such a heavy striker. And I think if anybody knows my work even today, like it's very striker heavy. And uh, I prefer it that way. I want it that way. Um, and I don't know. I was just kind of, I finally put pen to paper. I had been thinking about this for years. I finally put pen to paper, but it was actually fingers to, you know, 
in my notes. And uh, by the time I was sitting by the pool with our our ten year old, oh, you're so friend. bougie! You're so bougie! I'm sitting what? by the pool doing my it's my, my notes. It's a community pool, you. That's <laughs> where we live. Hey, Francois, I'm by the pool doing my notes. Yes, <laughs> and after <laughs> after our ten year old finished with her caviar that I had you know, made her before we went to the pool. We waited a half hour because you can't, you know, you got the swimming thing. <laughs> and then she started to, uh, you know, get, she got back in the pool with her friends. Um, and uh, so I was left to my own, like, and I was figuring this thing out. And it came together so much faster than I thought. And there's so many little nuances that kind of came from it that I, I figured out and was like, holy shit, that makes sense. This makes sense. And uh, I'm just, I, I don't know if you can tell, but like I got energy with it because um, I'm excited. And who, what, what's the cat? Yeah. Is that your cat? Yeah, there's a cat here. Right. There's a cat in the house that's in heat. Which Are is, we all? <laughs> is this not your cat? It's, it, it's, it's my girlfriend's daughter's cat. Okay. It's all not right. my cat. But okay, but does what, the cat live in your house? Yeah, the cat okay. lives in the, in this house. Yes. Okay. And no, it's heat. the cat's outside. <laughs> well, no, I just wasn't sure if it was just like there temporarily. No, or, no, no, no. You know. It's it lives here, and it's okay. in heat and meowing and apparently caught Frank's attention. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I you should we should call Moose and um, have his uh, cat meet your cat. No, because that leads to kittens. <laughs> we don't, I got there's no I, we don't want any more but animals in the house. Not if not if um oh dear go the route of careful. <laughs> careful. Tread my side. Not if you go on the wrong door. <laughs> uh, forget it. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> We just know Moose's cat has oh, a, a a back a wrong door, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Showed it to us. Oh, we gotta give Moose a call. Yeah, we gotta give him a call. Make sure everything's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I and uh, this is a few weeks old now, but Moose signed large contract with uh with impact impact yeah a large long-term contract. i think it's the biggest one they ever gave out yeah i mean it's that's bigger awesome. than mine it's bigger oh, than yours it, oh you have a contract with <laughs> moose has a bigger one than you I, that's not shocking <laughs> no it's not no name is his nickname's moose <laughs> Yours is peewee. Last time I checked, right? <laughs> Obvious reasons. Right, I'm really throwing you under the oh, bus, Frank. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, Yeah, you got that side by side comparison I sent, right? The peewee one. Yes, I did. Yeah, we did. One, right? Yeah, that's a good. That's one. good. That's that's a nice job. One. Yeah, he said good one. He said oh. good one. All right, that was a good one. Oh, that was, uh, what, 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 what? Is that your is, is that your Schwarzenegger? Uh, Go to the chopper. Go to the chopper. You know who's got a great Arnold? A great Arnold. It's Kyle. Does he? 
Kyle's got a, a, a fantastic Arnold. We're probably yeah. never going to know, though. He doesn't do... I probably will never know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll call him out right now. We'll call him out on this, like... Come on the show. Tell him, Frank. Tell him. Yeah. D, tell him. Come on the show. You got to... Now now the challenge has been laid that you got a great Schwarzenegger impression, Kyle. Who I don't... Who, by the way, I don't know. Um, Yeah, it's all right. But, uh, you know, now now you got to come on the show. Yeah, there you go. Regardless of what anyone else says. If you're looking for a really, really good Schwarzenegger, look up Joe Gaudet. Oh, okay. he's a he does some really, really awesome. Colony impression. High guy? No, he's actually oh. just a he's a he's a voice actor <laughs> that I alone. found. No, no, I don't I don't know him personally, but he's yeah. his his impressions. He does a uh, uh, a Michael J. Fox. He does mm. Schwarzenegger really well. Uh, some other ones. He's a voice actor guy that I just discovered on TikTok, but. Hmm. By the way, the show's on TikTok too. I don't remember what the fuck it's called, but we're on TikTok. Uh, the undisputed demipod or something like that. No, I I know what the name of the actual show is called. I don't know what it's called on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, so D, you were reminding me before that I have a lot of things coming up, so we should probably get those out, right? So yeah, you should you um, should talk we about BobbyFishApparel.com. That we do. Um, we do. Uh, we we have uh, Frank Ferraro three at yahoo.com for any and all bookings. Yeah. Signings, seminars, kickboxing, all the stuff. I'll, I'll do bar mitzvahs. Dunk we got like, you got to throw your hat at the old celebrity <laughs> boxing. We, we got to do some celebrity boxing. I would love to box again. Uh, I would actually love to to do some kickboxing, but I'll take another boxing fight if that's what comes my way. Um, that's what's gotta, that's yeah. gotta happen. Yeah. 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 Hey, how was your yeah. picks? Your, uh, your UFC Ooh, picks. Didn't go well. Didn't go well. <laughs> Did not go well. I picked two and I thought, you know what? <clears throat> Truth be told, before I even went on the show, like my 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 pick for the main event, it was Volkanovski. That's what I was thinking, and I I promise this is the truth. Um, but in the moment, I just I got kind of swept up, and uh, I had been watching like I usually do a lot of the coverage with the fight card coming up, and um, I Yair, it, he was the underdog so like i was like i don't want to be a guy who just comes on here and picks the favorites so um it's not the only reason i just thought to myself like okay volkanovsky is just the pitcher of consistency checks all the boxes but if andy's on such a momentum roll it's crazy but if there's the type of fighter that will upset the type of role he's on would be a guy as dynamic and as athletic, you know, the wild card that, that Rodriguez is. Um, I didn't see the fight. I know Volkanovsky won. I don't know if it was a stoppage or if it went the distance. Um, But then the uh, semi-main to Pantoja versus uh, Brendan Moreno. um, I picked Moreno as well. 
and he was the underdog when I picked him, but he by the by fight time Pantoja was the underdog. Pantoja beat him again. I don't know how. I don't know how the outcome was. Why do the odds change like that, though? Well, so I I will speak only unless Dennis, do you have something? It would be based on who's betting on whom, I believe. No, I, I I understand that piece of it, but it's like an injury or something coming to play. Why where there's well, so much money going in on one person all of a sudden? Right, I think that that comes in as as the fight gets closer, obviously. But I will speak specifically about Moreno Pantoja originally. Um, so Pantoja and Moreno were both on tough together and on uh, the ultimate fighter. Uh, Pantoja beat Moreno. Um, he beat him twice. Now, I don't know what the second contest was, if it was somehow still on the show or um, if it, you know, but it, whatever it was, he beat him twice. <clears throat> so I think that that's what you saw uh, by the end, by the time the fight came around was that, People are like, okay, well, he's fought him and beat him, not once, but twice. And the odds are, is, you know, usually you got somebody's number, you got somebody's number. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I came out of the gates blazing, guns blazing, picked two underdogs. Pew, 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 pew! Yeah, unfor- yeah, unfortunately, it was just shooting into the sky. He wasn't hitting yeah. any targets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Bli- yeah. Blindfolded shooting, but yes, whatever. I was like a blind, drunk man <laughs> in, a, in a bathroom. Hey, it's, wow. it's, a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. There's plenty of more cards, more gambling, more wagers to happen in the future, folks. This is true. This is true. This is true. Like a blind man at a urinal. I'm going to have to feel my way around. (laughs) That's a naked gun quote. Come on. (laughs) You got to remember that, please. Uh, Please. please, I might be making it up. I don't even know. No, I definitely didn't. That's Frank Trebin right there. That's Frank Trebin. Is it from the naked gun or is it actually from like police files, the show? No, I think it's from the naked gun. Like a blind man at a urinal. It's going to have to feel my way around. (laughs) I gotta go back. I mean, we gotta watch those movies. I, I forgot how great those are. They're they based were... on true stories. Oh, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> the great deadpan. Joke. <laughs> That's Enrique Palazzo. <laughs> it's Enrique Palazzo. Enrique Palazzo just saved the queen. He did. Those, those, uh, well, the first one was good. The second one, by the time we got to 33 and a third, it was a little bit like, mm. uh, I, listen, I enjoyed 33 and a third just as much as I did the one with OJ. <laughs> OJ in all three? Yeah, I believe he was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was, I got, yeah. Hmm. Uh, That's weird. That's Nord- crazy. To think Nordberg. Of. Yeah. No, to Officer think Nordberg. Nord- Nordberg would go on to kill people. <laughs> well, allegedly, go, allegedly, yes, allegedly, allegedly. Thank allegedly. you. Uh, he was uh, he was acquitted, so there was that. If it don't fit, the glove Gotta don't quit. Fit. Gotta quit. Man. Good lord, this is a whole nother podcast. At yeah, this have you <laughs> we seen the so far away from carrying cross? Yeah, you <laughs> know what? Forty five minutes ago, Carrie and I were going back and forth in different yeah. personas. What's yeah, no, that, that can't be recreated, folks. Wow, it was holy. Yeah. Have you seen the meme of uh, it's it's Howard Cosell standing with uh, OJ? Uh, 
what's the Jenner, Bruce Jenner and somebody else. And he's like, folks, I've just looked into the future. You're not going to believe this shit. I did see that. Well, who's the other person he's with? I don't remember. Um, what does he say? He's going to kill someone and he's going to turn it. Well, no, him. it just, it literally, it's just, it's, or it might be OJ and Bruce just standing it's there. It's OJ and Bruce Jenner. And it, uh, and he's, and they're with Howard Cosell and Howard Cosell is the one that's alleged, you know, saying, Folks, I've just seen into the future, and you're not going to believe this because it's OJ and Bruce Jenner, who's now Caitlyn Jenner. And, oh, yeah, you know, and it's OJ, and, yeah, who still, Oof. still, a, he was a hell yeah. of a football player, man. He was, yeah, 3,000 yeah. 3, 3, yards, yeah, yeah. 3,000 yards in a season, yeah. I think he did rush for 3,000 yards 3, in a season, in a season? maybe 2,000. Was it two? Maybe two. Maybe two. Three, I don't think. I know I haven't watched football in a decade, but oh. I don't think anybody's anybody. What what's where is it at? I at this think point? I think McFarland did it in uh 94. Not with that offensive line, he didn't. <laughs> no. I think okay. All right, on that note. On that note, go to bobbyfishperil.com. Get your uh, Colony Raiders. Actually, are they even the Raiders anymore? Because that's not a real PC no. term. And with it, with things getting canceled the way they are, I would imagine our alma mater's got to change that. Oh, no, no, they are. It's uh, They got a couple of years. They got a couple of years to do it. They have some names up for grabs. Uh, 2003 yards was OJ's biggest rushing year, by the way. Right. Yeah, so two thousand, not three thousand. So I was them an additional thousand yards. Yeah, it's like another season yeah. for some people. Yeah. Um, now they're we're we're. I think we have a couple of different names. The Capitals is one. Um, oh, that's awful. The Colony hey. Capitals. There was a, there was some other ones. I don't or remember. Maybe the Caterpillars. Uh, yeah. Cooters. Uh, the, how about the, the, how about they name them after me? The, you know, uh, like the, I mean, the, I've I've gone on to to do some some. You should things. be in the Hall of Fame. The colony, the colony bobbies. The colony fishes. Or that? The colony fish. I don't I don't know. I mean it's a colony of fish. It kind That's, of works. Yeah. Colony, yeah. Colony fish. Yeah. Frank, we gotta yeah. all we gotta do is nominate Bobby. There's paperwork to fill out that's involved in that. Cause I wanted I to get uh, cause and then we gotta get the votes for him. Cause I would I would oh. like him. I, I don't see why Halleck isn't in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. Or on guys, the Wall of Fame. If we if we leave it to a vote in Albany based on that uh impact crowd reaction, <laughs> I don't think I'm getting in. <laughs> Folks, where's the lie? Yeah. Folks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our old uh hometown. Oh people don't like to see you know hometown like- guys. <laughs> but but the colony like crew wasn't there. That was yeah. me. It was me and Frank. Like that was it. <laughs> like, That's true. Oh, Levac was there and Quarter were there too. Okay. Okay. But that was it. Um, trying to think of like some of the names. That so are we kind of saying that um, you, you should be in the Hall of Fame the, on the Wall of Fame? Well, yeah. No, just that like uh, our high school is better than wrestling fans. I'm not saying that shit. Because uh, res- <laughs> wrestling fans listen to our podcast. I'm not saying that this shit. This is true. This is true. Like, and probably most of our high school does not. More than likely, no. I think like two or three people might right. from our. So the wrestling fans are better than them. Like maybe Rex listens. Uh, yeah. Mike, Mike Keen. Oh, I think big listens. shout out to Rex. Yeah, man. Rexter and Swaggy C. 
Swaggy C. They retired. Swaggy I think he he retired the Swaggy C persona. Now it's just Carson. Did he? Okay, so. just Carson. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's killing. He's killing. Carson. He's killing it on the. He's killing it on the court too. Of course he is. <clears throat> Off the old Blizzard. Yeah, buddy. Frank, will that will we be saying the same about Rocco? He will be uh, debuting his football career this fall. Frank just said that in his Johnny Carson voice. If you were paying attention, yes. mm-hmm. he is learning how to run the four-four-two blue. Oh, four-four-two <laughs> blue! It's a Colony classic right there. I don't know anyone that ran the four-four other than Colony because it didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we it only existed in Colony. Is that a, yeah, is that a Harry Catchadurian thing? What is that? I, maybe. That was a Coach Brenheiser thing. Oh, Coach Mr. Brenheiser got it. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, you see the 4 3 everywhere. The 3 4 became a huge thing in the NFL. The 4 4 didn't catch on. Not too long ago, right? (laughs) Maybe that's why we never won, uh, you know, Super Bowl. (laughs) Possibly. 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 So so we've come to the conclusion that we need to get Bobby on the Wall of Fame in uh, in the main hallway at Colony High School. Uh, sure. yeah, or we'll get you. We'll get you on there. Pino's class. Someone just, it's, you know what? Even if you just put it in the bathroom, we listen. Stole one. Stole one. Let's get. Let's keep me out of the bathroom. All right. Bad Fine. things happen in the bathroom of Colony High School. Possibly, but I mean, listen. There are people that Chamarkey's not on. I don't think Chamarkey's in. Mm-hmm. How about Joe Howard? He's definitely not in. <laughs> well. <laughs> That should change. <laughs> um, no, I don't think it should. No, okay, all no. right. Well, that's fine. Yeah, maybe that's Joe could stay out of there. Dennis says no. Joe Tremarkey, yes. <clears throat> Joe yeah. Howard, different story. Tremarkey, mm. yeah. Frank, well, if you hear a knock at the door, Dennis, I don't know if you want to answer. <laughs> Why? Joe Howard. Oh, that's okay. Okay, we'll be all right. <laughs> you got a right. cat. Yeah, I'll throw, I'll throw, throw the, cat the cat at Joe. After <laughs> <laughs> yourself some of this. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. Uh, so Enjoy this. Time, probably time to go now. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. 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 We knew we were having Kieran Cross on. Little did I know that <laughs> Joe, there was going to be a Joe Howard mention. Yeah. I don't and think anyone saw me. that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah. anybody saw that coming. Nope. Oh. nope. Yep. Definitely did not. All right. So yeah, BobbyFisherPeril.com. I just had a really awful joke come to mind about. <laughs> this is not going to. Yeah. This, I'll I don't, just keep I, it to myself. I'm going to thank you myself. Yeah. Please <laughs> thank you. Please yep. thank you. Yep. I'll All tell right. you once we stop recording. All right. <laughs> so, you know, you got to subscribe to uh, to the Premier Streaming Network to watch the video. Uh, we're on the Premier Streaming Podcast Network. We are at Bobby Fish Undisputed Pod on TikTok. We're on. We're on. Where the hell else are we? YouTube. YouTube. We're not on Threads yet. Threads. Yeah, which is the new Instagram, Twitter esque social media that just came out. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Dude, uh, we're talking like uh, I think over eighty million subscribers in like four days, five days. Really. Yeah, it blew up. Threads? Threads is what it's called, yeah. Oh, no. If you go on your... If, with this. If like, you go I've on already your, jumped a shark. I'm way too old. <laughs> if you go on your Instagram, there's probably an invite uh, on your Instagram. Oh, 
it's, can't figure out Instagram as it is. It's a meta-owned platform. Metamorphosis! Metamorphosis! Oh, okay. So, you know and- what I see everywhere is Prime. I see the Prime thing everywhere now. Prime? Prime. The drink? Yeah. That's a- well, I just see the word Prime a lot. But like uh, Volkanovsky had it on a, on a necklace. Press conference and stuff, right? So it's the hydration, right? So is he sponsored by um, what's homeboy's name? Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Yeah, Yeah, I think I'm not even I'm not even sure though if it's Logan Paul's like drink or if he's just affiliated with it. You know, like kind of like Volkanovski probably is, where they're paying. Right. He's paid to talk about it. Gotcha. Um, I don't call me on that. I could be, you know talking out of the out of my ass on that one but yeah you probably are more than likely i mean yeah, i don't think that's okay. I, don't, I don't really think logan paul is you know scientific enough to come up with a hydration beverage maybe oh there's some feedback there's frank's phone yeah frank get your phone away yeah yeah hennigan uh hennigan is uh willing Johnny. to fight he's he's ready to throw down with Logan Paul, KSI, uh, Big yeah. Bird. I think he's Bert and Ernie. He's tied up right now. Johnny TV, right? Oh uh, yeah, he's on there. I mean, he had the figure. It was a matter of time. His yeah. wife's his wife got there before him, but yeah. And I, why not? I mean, the guy's he's damn good. Yeah. Yes, he is. He actually had a funny one on Instagram this week. I don't know who the uh, I think it's something with the acclaimed, and uh, I don't know if it's like camera tomfoolery or if he really he like kicked the uh, something into a garbage can. I don't know. Anyway, oh. it was good. It's worth oh. checking out. I think it's on Johnny's Instagram. There's a shameless plug for Johnny. There you Hennigan, go, Johnny Morrison, Johnny Bravo. Johnny, Johnny Bravo. Bravo. What is this new Johnny? Is it Johnny Studio? Johnny TV? Johnny? Uh, Johnny. Frank, Frank? Do you know? Hello? Okay. Johnny Commercial. <sighs> Johnny uh, Instagram. That's not Johnny it. Twitter? Jo- nope. Johnny YouTube. Johnny Hogan. Johnny oh, Hogan Johns, Mania. John Savage. Mm, brother. Johnny Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> John Bell. <clears throat> okay, can we put this? Can we put a bullet in the head of this thing? Because this has got to end. <laughs> Probably a good idea at this point. All okay. right, take your own. All right, uh, Frank. It's on you, Frank. Nothing. Nothing. Bye. Okay, that's wonderful. BobbyFisherPeril.com. And on that note, say good night, Bobby. Say good night, Bobby. Bye-bye. I think you got it wrong. Say good night, Bobby. Yeah. Say good night, Bobby. No, that's oh, my line. Uh, good night, Bobby. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.